day 88 since Joe promised he'd never abandon our fellow Americans. What a day this has been. Starts off with uh, the ever weak, frail, cognitive mess of a president that even pretty much everybody's now finally saying what we bravely were saying way before everyone else. And that he's a mess, especially a cognitive mess. Anyway, so Biden goes to Capitol Hill uh, and then off to this climate summit. Where's that in Glasgow, I assume? Uh, anyway, so he's he goes and he makes this pitch before the Democratic caucus. It did not go well. Now, let me backtrack. Sixty one percent of registered voters say America is seriously gotten off on the wrong track. It's not going well at all. By the way, even Al Sharpton is slamming Biden and saying that he needs to give Harris more positions of power. Like, oh boy, here we go. Um, so they go in there. None of this worked out well by any definition today. None of it. And on top of it, then you've got the White House chief propagandist, Jen Psaki, faulting you, the American people, and your spending habits for economic woes and the root cause of the supply chain problem. What's your oh, message I guess we to should Americans lower. who are still so worried about getting their Christmas gifts on time? Halloween, is this going to be happening at a fast enough pace? Well, I think our message is uh, that, one, what's happening right now, uh, and I wish I had the chart, but we'll give it to all of you afterwards, is that uh, so many people across the country are purchasing more goods online. Maybe some of it is from habits that developed during the pandemic when people weren't leaving their homes. Some of it is because we've seen an economic recovery that has been underway. Okay, she doesn't know what the hell she's talking about, so we don't have time for this. But she's blaming you. Just like Jimmy Carter. Well, just lower our thermostats and put our sweaters on. I mean, it's, it's this is madness. Uh, anyway, so the Democratic infighting. Now, I brought this up yesterday. I said, well, it looks like because Pelosi, Schumer, and Biden, they, they were courting the whole time. They were spending most of their time trying to persuade Senator Sinema of Arizona and Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia to go along with this deal. You know, and they, remember yesterday, we have we have the framework for a deal. I think we have the framework for a deal. That was their big pitch. Well, the Fox News just reported a, a few minutes ago that as of this after this morning, they now have nine hard no votes in the House against this spending bill. And I kept saying, oh, is it is it possible that the squad that has controlled the agenda for the Democratic Party is now given in and capitulated uh, to, you know, I, I can't even muster it up with inside of me to say that there's any moderate Democrats because they're not. I mean, you got the hardcore, you know, really crazy Bernie Sanders. I, let's honeymoon in the former Soviet Union wing of the party, which is the most dominant. That's the Biden Bernie manifesto. But the squad has always been in charge. Nancy Pelosi knows it. She gave a I mean, this this was a disaster of a press conference she had today. Why do we play more of some of that later? I can't believe the encyclopedic knowledge of Joe Biden. I'll play that coming up. Um, but now, as a result, this meeting turned out to be an unmitigated failure and a disaster. Now, Joe's left town and now Joe is not going to be met with a warm reception either because all this climate stuff that he's been promising the world is going to get done isn't going to get done either. On top of America basically rolling over and and abandoning its position as the world leader on everything. Uh, So unless Pelosi now can make a difference, 
uh, with Republican votes, which ain't going to happen. Both the bipartisan infrastructure bill and the reconciliation bill have now, for the moment at least, crashed and burned, which is a huge humiliation to Biden. And and this is they've they have now boxed themselves in a corner. They they bought into and they have emboldened and empowered the most radical socialists up in Washington. And that being in the Senate, that's Bernie Sanders in the House. That's the squad. I mean, I could see a scenario. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I could see one where Nancy Pelosi is out as speaker of all of this. Biden wouldn't even take a question after his you know, he presents the the framework of of what this bill is going to be about. But, you know, let's just start. Bernie Sanders, the first to react. Foxnews.com. He's not satisfied with the climate provisions and the president's reconciliation framework. He said there's got to be major improvements and he wants to see the text before making any final decisions. So right now he's on the fence. And then to top it all off. Everyone thinks, well, Cinema and Mansion must be on board. They're not on board. You know, a senior administration officials said uh, just about an hour or two ago, they're extremely close to a deal, despite the fact Sanders, Cinema, Mansion are all explicitly saying that they, not explicitly saying that they back the president's framework. Still work to do, but huge progress, said an administration official. That's not progress. Remember, the self-imposed deadline has come and it is gone. And the people that are now reeling. Now, this was the test, because if, you know, with, with all of the courting and and all of the calls and all the invitations and all the White House meetings and come to Joe Biden's house and Schumer, Pelosi and Biden and Manchin and Cinema, Well, there's this whole, whole other wing that actually controls the Democratic Party that have been trying to say, uh, we're not going to go along with this. Now, one of two things were going to happen. They, they were going to become full-on swamp creatures in D.C. and just go along to get along because they like being called congresswoman or congressman or whatever their, their gender, whatever they want. But the reality is now they're mad. And the Democrats, for example, you know, one quote, one liberal dream was sacrificed in the cause of saving Joe Biden's presidency. That's how fake news CNN even put it. The Democrats ditched paid family leave as part of this, quote, negotiation. It's supposed to be one point seven five million. But that's gone, apparently, from any final deal that that is, you know, that's squad one oh one. That's that's AOC one oh one. Those are the things they've said they must have. Well, they're not getting it, at least as of now. Uh, but anyway, I mean, the bill that we, they were trying to make, draw, draw comparisons with FDR's New Deal. Oh, and they're still trying to say, well, it's still twice what we paid for the New Deal. Okay, what year was that? Good grief. Uh, how do you say the name of this who, this woman that chairs the Progressive Caucus? What's her name? Uh, Jayapal? What do you say her name? You know? You're going to look it up. You don't blanking know? Did anyone hear you I say do. you don't like you know? Or I just heard <laughs> do we you need to have this know. conversation on air? I well, anyway, she chairs proper. the Congressional. I, I don't like to mispronounce people's names. I would try to be respectful. Anyway, question whether there was any point now Biden showing up if he can't build a solid framework and for uh, for the spending plan that the Senate would stick to. If there isn't a deal, which is what I'm still hearing, then I'm not sure what the president is going to present us. I mean, that that none of that is good for Joe Biden. Now, it even gets worse. You have a Missouri 
what is it called? Paul. Say it out loud. So we can hear Jayapal. 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 All right. So now I got, I'm writing it to Jayapal. Okay, got it. Anyway, so Corey Bush has w- weighed in on this, on the social spending framework. I feel bamboozled because this is not what I thought was coming today. She says she is now a no on infrastructure. We need both of the bills to ride together. Congresswoman Tlaib, she actually walked out of the Progressive Caucus meeting saying, hell no on the on the bipartisan infrastructure bill. Not happening. Uh, and, and Congresswoman Jayapal telling reporters that this framework is not enough to secure a vote on the bipartisan infrastructure bill. But, of course, by the way, nobody knows what's in this bill anyway because even the people over at MSDNC uh, are guessing what's in, what's out, what's not in, what's not out. They don't know because you have to pass the bill to find out what's in it, the famous Pelosi line. Uh, so now every major, powerful, radical, leftist, new Green Deal socialist, they are pissed off. And in the meantime, you got Nancy Pelosi goes out there in this. She, she seemed visibly shaken to me and she seemed like she had no clue what to do. But anyway, as these, it's now hanging by a thread. And she's now had to resort to don't embarrass the president. That's the way to sell this thing, because that's what she said. Democrats are so divided over this legislation. She's actually begging the House Democrats, don't embarrass the president by not passing these bills. She told House Democrats that that was her line. That's all she's got. Don't vote down the one trillion dollar infrastructure bill ahead of Biden's trip overseas. Warning that underscores the high stakes of the moment. For the divided party as the president's agenda is hanging in the balance. You know, the other thing is they can't figure out how to pay for any of this. Now they've come up with a billionaire tax that would impact anywhere from 10 to 700 Americans. That's never going to be viewed as constitutional. Then the millionaire surge tax. But then you're not going to get, you know, people that actually understand what capitalism is. And you want people with money to invest money because that creates goods and services and jobs for Americans. That's where capitalism does its best work, actually. North Korea, it's funny. You know, look at, for example, the the resources of Venezuela, uh, the energy resources that they don't tap into. Everybody in Venezuela could be rich, except the government's so corrupt. America, it's not, we're not that far off being that dumb, because we have more energy resources than they have. And Jen Psaki says that Joe Biden is going to make a, Another attempt to beg OPEC to increase production. You don't have to beg Texas, Joe. You don't have to beg Oklahoma. You don't have to beg Alaska. You don't have to beg North Dakota either. In North Korea, just like in a place like Cuba, Venezuela, you know, where they shouldn't have such poverty. I mean, if Cuba opened up to tourism, for example, if they treated their citizens, their citizens the way they should, It would be one of the most beautiful places on Earth. Venezuela could be one of the richest countries on Earth. North Korea is asking starving citizens to eat less as food shortages now are expected to continue. And I'm thinking, oh, that's like Jen Psaki faulting the American people and their spending habits for the economic problems we have and the supply chain woes we have. New York Democrats are working to drive energy costs even higher uh, as AOC and the environmental left and this new governor, Hochul, uh, you know, literally killing two proposed natural gas 
powered projects in Queens and one in upstate New York. I mean, they, they're doing everything they can do to, to kill the economy. But that's what socialism always does. That's why I wrote socialism. It's history of failure. Live free, die. Chapter four, whatever name, whatever manifestation it is ever taken on. You always get the, the promise, the false hope that every need will be taken care of. And then it becomes an unfulfilled promise and it results in more poverty and a loss of freedom every single time. The most honest system of of an economy is the one we've got capitalism the greatest wealth producing system ever designed by mankind where people have a ladder to success if they want to work hard that works that keeps everybody honest life liberty and the pursuit of happiness not guaranteed results but i want everybody to be successful first you got to have a good education and safety and security and democrats don't have a great track record on that either Anyway, it's, it's getting fascinating to watch all this. Uh, we'll go through more of the details on the other side. 800-941-SEAN is our number now. Just got an update from a polling friend of mine. Uh, and I've now talked to two pollsters that I know, like, and trust that are telling me it looks like Virginia late voters are breaking really hardcore for Yunkin. And abandoning McCullough. That's what they're telling me. But let's see. We have five days to go till that race. You know, one of the things the New York Post pointed out today, Democrats are using what they called the gimmick Olympics, where these leftists are using these classic accounting tricks to hide the true cost of the bill. You know, for example, they'll craft $4 trillion worth of new initiatives, but then use fake expiration dates to score only a few years of each proposal. But the plan is to spend much, much more. Like, for example, the March stimulus bill temporarily expanded the child tax credit from two to three thousand a child, thirty six hundred for children under age six, expanded eligibility to higher incomes. Democrats have made clear they want this policy permanent at the cost of one point three trillion over a decade. Yet the initial reconciliation proposal expanded the policy for only four years. And now the White House is calling for just a one-year extension. So in other words, they're they're just using accounting tricks to hide the facts. So this framework is is a disaster. Uh, Biden's meeting apparently met with fierce resistance, especially among the hardcore leftists of the Democratic Party. Uh, This is a humiliating moment for Biden, regardless of whatever spin fake news, CNN, Nancy Pelosi, and everybody else would want to put on this. Um, And, you know, for a couple of slightly moderate voices in the Democratic Party, it, you know, we all thought the power was with the Progressive Caucus, with the squad. Apparently it's not. And now Biden heads off, you know, abroad and, you know, things are in a total state of disarray. You know, Senator Gillibrand insisting paid family leave is on the table when, in fact, they're saying, no, it's not. And nobody's going to have any opportunity at all to look at any of this. But Jen Psaki says the bill will be paid for. $3.5 trillion will cost you zero. It'll cost you zero. Joe says zero. It won't cost you a penny. Not a penny. We'll continue.
vulnerable. Sean gets the answers no one else does. America deserves to know the truth about Congress. All right, 25 till the top of the hour. Um, so now Nancy Pelosi is reduced to don't embarrass the president. Please don't embarrass the president. This was, this was probably, I mean, she's not the most articulate person to begin with. Let's be honest. She's got her own cognitive struggles going on there, too. But anyway, so she has this press conference. She is just obviously nervous and obviously frazzled by all the developments today. Now, keep this in the back of your mind here, because this 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 civil war in the Democratic Party is is now wide out in the wide open for everyone to see. The Democrats put this self-imposed deadline to pass this reconciliation bill. They they set the timetable for this. The president, quote, looked us in the eye. I need this before I go represent the U.S. in Glasgow. According to Ro Khanna, Democrat, California. Uh, Steny Hoyer was confident, but nothing good is coming out of this. So where do they begin to build back? What's the foundation for this? Because they spent all their time, Schumer, Pelosi, Biden, trying to persuade a framework with Manchin and Cinema, and now the Progressive Caucus, which dominates the Democratic Party, the Socialists, they feel rightly slighted. And so how do they get out of this mess? Joe's gone now. And when do they get out of this mess? Um, anyway, there's no deal. They have the tons of stumbling blocks. Medicaid expansion, immigration, billionaire tax, millionaire tax, IRS bank accounting reporting requirements, et cetera, et cetera. They're going to put a mileage tax on this, too. Now, you have one Democrat, more moderate, saying it's the effing progressives. That's a quote on FoxNews.com, accusing progressives of asking for unreasonable things. It seems almost every sensible progressive revenue option that the president wants, the American people want, that I want, seems to have been sabotaged, says Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is pissed. Pelosi scheduled the reconciliation hearing without bill text or even a framework. I mean, she literally instructed the House Rules Committee to hold a hearing on Democrats' reconciliation spending bill. They don't have a bill. Never mind having written text that anybody could actually read. So there's there's no consensus on any of this. AOC has come out against the bipartisan infrastructure bill. We've had frameworks for six months. So I was beginning to wonder if the squad would go full-on D.C. swamp and just capitulate. I think we got our answer today. AOC saying we have a framework for six months. This, This is where... I think the nervousness of Nancy Pelosi is because the squad, they decide she's not speaker. She's not going to be speaker anymore. Congresswoman Debbie Dingell on Biden's bill. I'm not even sure the speaker knows what's in the bill. She doesn't know what's in the bill. That's the whole point of this. Nobody knows what's in the bill. Anyway, so the president went from 3.5 to 1.75. Yet Manchin still is saying that he's only willing to go to 1.5. So they can't even agree on a framework, which is an actual number that they say they're going to work with. But again, go back to the New York Post article. It's all smoke and mirrors because they they use every accounting trick imaginable. And they'll only count one year of spending when they really intend for 10 years of spending. So, you know, now some House Republicans, are they going to bail out Biden on the 
infrastructure bill, the bipartisan bill, because I don't think they should. Now, especially we got in five days this election now taking place in the Commonwealth of Virginia for governor. And every pollster that I know and trust, all they're telling me, they're not saying who's going to win, although they're leaning now towards Youngkin, but they're saying that late deciders are breaking hard. That's what the, the exact words that were used to me for Youngkin. And that basically it's this final three-week stretch of bringing in every Democratic celebrity and attacking family, you know, fa- uh, families and uh, t- you know, on issues involving schools, and it's just a phony, trumped-up cu- cultural issue, and and on and on and on. It's all now. Joe Biden didn't bring Terry McAuliffe over the finish line yesterday when he was there, and that was another disastrous appearance. You know, Wall Street Journal had a great analysis. Democrats are writing tax policy for a twenty-two trillion dollar economy on the fly. Think about that. One day it's an increase in tax rates on corporations and the affluent. But wait, they don't have the votes. How about a carbon tax? Oh, wait, that won't fly either. Uh, let's go after the top 700 billionaires in the country like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk. Uh, polls well. Everyone hates billionaires. Oh, yeah, that might be unconstitutional. We still need money. Let's try the 15% corporate minimum tax. Though, be sure to exempt investments in green energy and other pet progressive projects. I mean, this is how, I mean, they're taking paper, toilet paper, and just throwing it up against the wall, seeing if anything sticks. As long as it's New Green Deal socialism at the bottom of this. And how do Democrats communicate when they have no idea what's going to ever be in this bill right now? How do they sell this New Green Deal, you know, build back better monstrosity of socialism and the spending orgy if they if they keep cutting even their biggest best selling in their minds talking points and you know it's not making biden look pretty look strong in any way either you know nancy pelosi actually said that he had a encyclopedic memory listen to this this is quite remarkable. And remarkable. if you took any one piece of it, it would be transformative in historic. Wow. Taking together, it's quite a spectacular vision that President Biden has put forth. I salute him for it. And when I try to, shall we say, make a case for this or that, he said, you don't have to tell me. I wrote it. I know the particulars. And that was what was so demonstrated this morning. His, his he didn't write the bill meticulous attention meticulous to detail mm. his uh, encyclopedic knowledge encyclopedic of what, everything knowledge. that was in the bill uh this we're really blessed with his leadership meticulous encyclopedic knowledge joe biden no that doesn't actually go together so now the whole thing is blown up it's not doing well democrats are fighting each other there's no text now we have hard nose on the infrastructure bill only ones that can bail them out now are stupid Republicans. Don't ever underestimate their stupidity and weakness. Senate Democrats cut paid family leave and met family and medical leave from the spending package. That's angered other Democrats. They're trying, as we speak, to invent fresh methods of leveraging the IRS against Americans. This is something they really want. They really want to know every single thing in your life that you do. And here's something else to think about. This was in the Wall Street Journal today, too. Now, we don't have the money to pay for this, you know, build back better New Green Deal socialism. 
even though they lie and tell us it's not going to cost us a single penny, nothing. It'll cost you zero. Well, apparently, according to the Wall Street Journal, the United States is in talks to pay out hundreds of millions of dollars to families that were separated at the border. Get this. Radical Democratic Socialists want to consider payments of $450,000 per person if they can prove they've been affected by Donald Trump's zero-tolerance policy for asylum seekers that entered the country illegally. How do you possibly afford that? And that's where the Democrats, this, this, this is the nuttiest party, the most radical extreme party. This is why I think there's such volatility here. There's no telling. Nancy Pelosi could be out before all is said and done. Now, one thing they seem to have stuck to so far is $500 billion in carve-outs to appease the new Green Deal socialists and these climate carve-outs. We can't afford that either. And Joe Biden admitting that he's going to be begging OPEC to increase production of the lifeblood of our economy. We don't need OPEC. We've got more energy than the entire Middle East combined. We need Texas. We need pipelines built. We need Alaska. We need Oklahoma. We need North Dakota. Unbelievable. It is, uh, this is unlike a time I've seen. I've seen a lot of crap over the years with, with Democrats in particular. Anyway, and then you got Jen Psaki out there. Well, it's America's spending habits for the, that. That's to blame for the economic woes. Oh, and we're not UPS and, and we're not FedEx and we're not the Postal Service. Oh, you might not get 15 colors to choose from, but you at least get something. Oh, we should be so thankful. Well, if you really want to get the proper gifts for people for Christmas, you need to order by Halloween. Okay, let me let me get on my computer and start ordering. Jen Psaki faulting America's spending habits for the economic woes and, and claiming it's the root cause of supply chain problems. No, that's not the answer. It's just a lie. Blaming consumer spending habits. Oh, they're spending too much money. They don't really care. That's the problem. Because remember, to, to radical leftists, you know, people spending money, capitalism, the economy, they're not on the same page. They want equal results, pure and simple. They want this fundamental shift philosophically into how America is governed economically. And it is one that is based on, on pure, raw redistribution, wealth confiscation, socialism, collectivism, whatever you want to call it ism. And it's one thing I can guarantee is whatever ism it is will fail. The same people that can't keep law and order, the same people that give you crappy schools for your kids, the same people that uh, raided the lockbox for Social Security and Medicare and, and are rendering it insolvent, the same people that promised to keep your doctor plan and save money are the same idiots now promising everything's going to be free. It doesn't work that way. I'll give you an example. I mean, a lot of good this is doing. McDonald's has to raise their menu prices to keep up with the growing cost. This is why, what do I tell you about corporations? They don't pay taxes. They pass it on to us. I like McDonald's. I wish I could eat more than I do. But anyway, they, they're struggling to recruit workers to serve customers. 
You know, Coca-Cola CEO is warning that you could see sporadic product shortages now throughout the entire year next year. More pain at the pump. San Francisco gas prices are set to hit an all-time high. Over five bucks a gallon. Top oil CEO set to testify on Capitol Hill. You have top executives from ExxonMobil, BP, Chevron, Shell. Two industry groups testifying. You know, we're now up a, on average about a buck fifty a gallon. By the way, wait, wait, wait till you get your heating bills this winter. People, who's going to be impacted? Poor people, the middle class. Durable good or, goods orders tumbled in September. Sale of automobiles, transportation, airplane, everything's costing more. Homeowners now expected to take a major hit this winter in, in heating costs. This was in the Hill. Low-income families may be forced to choose between heating their home this winter and paying for food, medicine, and other essentials. I mean, they said last year the a home that used natural gas paid about 573 bucks in heating costs for the winter. This year... They're going to pay almost twice that. Heating oil costs will be up at five or six hundred bucks a year, depending on how warm you want your home. All of this impacting every aspect of our life. As the GDP, we got numbers today, plunged to a disastrous two percent as Biden's policies put the economy in a stranglehold. All of this is predictable. And the U.S. economy grew by two percent last quarter with the Delta variant supply issues dampening gains that that is not robust economic growth this is now we're now heading into recession land which everybody knows we already have inflation but biden claims we're on the right track despite record inflation and record high gas prices and record shortages well joe biden's lie of the day claiming more americans are working now than before the pandemic lie fact check sorry Verdict, false. I mean, New York Times, rising prices, one seen as temporary, now threatens Biden's, threatens, uh, Biden's agenda. The supply chain crisis could threaten rural America's Internet access. We're only at the beginning of this. Greg Abbott, Green New Deal policies, driving up oil prices. He doesn't even have the flexibility. They've got resources in Texas. Oh, and then, of course, Democrats suck up to labor unions, and the labor unions are opposing quickly moving containers from cargo ships. There is an option. Ron DeSantis said, take your ship to Florida. We'll get it unpacked for you. By the way, if you want to go to Disney, it's going to be a 9% increase. Everything's costing more. Plunge in export shipments spark U.S. GDP downgrades. Economy on the verge of contraction. Zero hedge column. This this is an unmitigated disaster. Now, I'm going to add one other thing to the list. I've been warning you about the military and about teachers and about nurses and EMT, frontline medical workers. Here's the front of the New York Post today. Vax emergency. Deadline just days away. 37% of beat cops, 35% of firemen refuse jabs. They have the same number of nurses military teachers now wait you, you want to talk about supply chain woes huh, wait till that kicks in